Thank you, Lord. All right. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Matthew. So the title of <clears throat> today's message is, What Does It Mean to Renew Our Minds? And I thought about this or came up with it because I see a lot of Christians, and I'm talking to Christians, whereas we become Christians, but we don't take in the fullness of God. We become Christians, and we get a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and then it's kind of like business as usual where there should be a change. Mm -hmm. And see, the thing is, when we, when we get saved, there is a, there, there's been a change, but there was a change of destination. Instead of hell, it was heaven bound. But when it came to our spirit, so to speak, mm -hmm. there was no change. Right. That's because with the spirit, there has to be um, there has to be. I uh, see my mother called my husband. <laughs> with the spirit, there has to be um, an ingrain, an ingrainment of change, and, uh, a change that has to be worked on. Let me adjust this. Okay. So, what does it mean to renew our minds? First of all, we need to be kingdom-minded. God's kingdom is why he put us here. God put humans on the earth to expand his heavenly kingdom and culturalize earth with heavenly culture. But instead, we've allowed the earth to culturalize the king's kings with earth earthly culture. And talking about God's kingdom is another lesson in itself. So in order to be about his kingdom, we have to change our ways individually and corporately. Now when I say corporately, meaning, now of course, now I'll go back to being individual, we have to change with, with our mindset, the way we think, the way we talk, and we have to change it in the direction of how God is, how God thinks, His ways. We have to blot out our ways. And corporately, meaning the church. Because many of today's churches are run in, in, in ways that it should not be. They conduct themselves either they're too traditional, with strict conservative ways, like the scribes in the Bible, or it's too loose, being very liberal, much of the mode of the money change changes when Jesus righteously um, um, ran them off. The thing is, you're never too old to renew your mind, and regardless of age, Never let tradition get in the way of being Christ-like. See, we want the ways of this world while wanting Jesus' results. What I mean by that is we worry like the world, 
the, how, how does the world function? The world says, you need to worry about your children. You need to worry about your job. You need to worry about money. You need to worry about your house. You need to worry about getting sick. You need to worry about not getting COVID. You need to worry about um, relationships. You need to worry about, is this person uh, cheating on me? You need to worry about a, a whole multitude of things. That's what the world says. But what does God say? What does God say? He said, well, don't be worried. Don't worry. Don't be worried. Don't right. be worried, you know. Uh, because he's already gone before and, you know, have uh, worked things out and conquered the world. Uh, all these things that we're um, faced with, you know, Jesus has already been here and gone and conquered this stuff. And so we don't need to, to worry about this. And if uh, we have our, our faith, um, Because you're not putting your trust in God. So anything opposite of God is a sin. That's why uh, Satan can get away with that so much when it comes to Christians because on the outside, on the outset of it, see, the world says if you worry, you know, that's a good thing. You care that if you worry. I care, but when I but when something comes up, I'm conditioning myself to allow God to step in. Because what does He say? He'll take care of you. He'll take care of your your worries. So let Him do that. When you and when you fully trust in Him, you're not going to worry about situations. You know, and I, I love in Matthew, um, the sixth chapter, um, he, he talks about, you know, us being anxious. How can we add a single hour to this span of life? Um, and why do we worry about the clothes we wear or anything? He said, because if, if, if I can close the lilies of the field and... and how they need to toil or spin, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if he if he does that, if the birds can get up in the morning, see, I think about them every morning, and because you hear them, you know, if they're excited because they know that God has softened the ground in the night, so it makes it easy for them to get up. And, and get their food for the morning. <laughs> so, you know, if he takes care of them, um, he take, he'll take care of us even even better. 
like the world? Yes, we do. We're Christians who curse like the world. And that, you know what, that, the world is looking for us not to do stuff like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because the world looks at us, they want to they frame. And they're looking, they're, they're looking to learn from us. They so much want us to do good. So when they see us doing the things that they're doing, it throws them off. And we throw them off, and therefore, what, what do they do? They revert back from gravitating towards us. Mm -hmm. Because what's the sense in them coming towards us if we're just like, acting just like them? Yeah, yeah. Christians. supposed to be peculiar people. And in essence, we're not being peculiar. We're, tr we're trying to be ordinary. We're, tr we're trying to be like the world. You know? So we curse like the world. We shack up like the world. We got many Christians who they'll, they'll shack up. And here's what happens. When you shack up you know the main thing is going to happen is you're going to have sex. So you're having sex outside of marriage. So don't tell me that, oh, we're shacking up, but we're not having sex. You're having sex. <laughs> so we shack up like the world. We eat like the world. And what, let me explain that part. We eat like the world. Because we overindulge. We overindulge, we put on massive amounts of weight. And when you do that, you hinder yourself in doing God's work. Why is that? Because if you do that, then you're, you're obtaining all kind of um, sickness and disease from being overweight, from eating wrong, you're always at the doctors, you're always in the hospital, oh, so it, it hinders you from being that, being that frame I just mentioned of being a Christian that others look to. Uh -huh. um, we divorce like the world. And I know... Now, when I, say, when I mention divorce, there are layers to that, okay? What I'm saying is, um, we divorce like the world when it comes to trivial matters, when it comes to trivial issues, we're um, going through several people at a time getting, you know, in marriages. I remember back in the day you had Elizabeth Taylor. She got divorced, I think, about seven times. You know, 
Today you get who who would be um Kim Car Kim Kardashian. You know, get divorced at the drop of a hat. We it's, it's kind of like we try to model them instead of them modeling us, mm -hmm. and that's wrong. We gamble like the world. And let me let me read let me read this to you about gambling. Now, the Bible does not specifically condemn gambling, betting, or the lottery. The Bible does warn us, however, to stay away from the love of money. And in 1 Timothy 6 and 10, and Hebrews 13 and 5, says, Scripture also encourages us to stay away from attempts to get rich quick. Gambling most definitely is focused on the love of money and undeniably tempts people with the promise of quick and easy riches. So what is wrong with gambling? Well, gambling is a difficult issue because if it is done in moderation and only on occasion, it is a waste of money. But it is not necessarily evil. Okay? See, gambling, just like drinking, because the Bible says if you drink a little wine, it's okay. See, the thing is, if you drink and not get drunk, that's the key. With gambling, you see, it, what it, what happens is it turns it can turn into a, an habitual thing. That's where the problem lies. Gambling, just like drinking, if it comes into a habit, then a whole host of other things can fall into place. Like you're spending too much money, you you're behind on your bills, you you. Why losing your job? Why it, it comes um, it, it comes in in, um, in between you and your spouse. It can it leads to other it can lead to other things. So gambling, the word doesn't say it's evil, but you have to approach it with great moderation. Uh, just like us now, I'll come out and say when that uh, when the lottery hit like what a billion dollars, yeah, we went out, spent a, spent a few dollars on one ticket, okay, and said okay, take a chance. Didn't happen, okay, so be it. But we're not going out there every single day, you know. Now you you you're addicted to it. Never let. Never let the ways of potential sin dictate to you. Katrina, it was it was a it was a try. <laughs> yeah.
you know, like, uh, I don't know, um, right uh, after high school or something when the lottery first came mm -hmm. along um, in Florida, where right. I'm from, you know, that was like a big deal or something, and uh, I went and got a ticket stand because I always thought, too, that it was, you know, like a scan and, and, and gambling and stuff. So uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad that he cleared that up um, mm -hmm. for me. Because 
you're promoting Jesus, but at the same time, and it, and it hurts me to criticize him because I, I love I love you know what he does, but at the same time, if we're gonna be right about this, we need to be right about it. All right. So I don't see the need to promote that. Why not promote him being you being abstinent in these skits mm -hmm. and really show how Jesus is popping, as he likes to say. Mm -hmm. See, that, is, that would be the correct way to go. As he's trying to compel, as he's trying to appeal to um, the masses. audience. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And see, and that's just like, that's just like being like the world. See, you're trying to yeah. hit all avenues there, but you're dropping the ball right there. Country yeah. You're dropping the ball right there. Uh-huh. Um, so, may I ask, uh, so, uh, Tyler Perry, you know, uh, Tyler Perry, and it seems like, uh, lately he has been getting a lot of hits, um, negative, mm -hmm. uh, hits, mm -hmm. uh, being attacked Good. because of his work. Not, not even lately, it's been some, several years now. Mm-hmm. 
honestly, yeah, I, I know. Well, 
it's barbaric to to um, spank a child. Well, God said it's okay to spank. You spank without um, what's the word I'm looking for? You spank without anger. You spank without anger. You spank without being abusive. Mm -hmm. We vote like the world. And this this can be another sticking point. We vote like the world because instead of looking for a person, an individual who is um, mirrors God, we we a lot of people I'm 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 seeing where they want to vote because this person is a Democrat or this person is a Republican or this person is a conservative or this person is a liberal. Vote for someone who upholds the ideals as much as possible when it comes to Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's how we should vote. We, we get angry and abusive like the world. We, we, we can have temper tantrums. We, I just mentioned, we, we curse like the world. And would be abusive, name calling, and, and such. Mm -hmm. But we're supposed to be the opposite of that. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to be the opposite. Because we get to that point and more or less just show out. And what are we doing? We're being like the world. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, the police come to the, to the house, everybody looking, what's going on? What's going on? You know? And you're supposed, we're supposed to be the models. Yeah. We're supposed to be the models. But yet everybody, oh, now they're looking at you like, oh, y'all, y'all not so Christian after all. See, and that's what others will be saying. Hmm, you're not so Christian after all. I thought y'all had it together. We're not supposed to be this way. See, we don't seek Jesus like the world. We don't seek him first like the world. We're supposed to seek him first in all things. But yet, what do we do? We'll go out and buy books on how to be a parent. We'll go out and buy books on how to have a better marriage. We'll go out and do all these things instead of seeking Jesus first. Because the Bible itself, the Bible itself has everything we need about life. The Bible has everything we need on how to navigate through marriage. It has everything we need on, on how to parent. But yet we'll go, we'll do the opposite. And I'm talking about Christians. I'm not talking about non-Christians. And I have to keep emphasizing this. I'm talking about Christians doing the right thing. See, we got lazy Christian men and don't know how to clean up a house Christian women. Now, if I stepped on any toes, <laughs> if, if I stepped on any toes, I'm not saying sorry. Because in, in saying these things, I'm crushing my own toes. <laughs> but the thing is, this needs to be brought out. We need to try to evolve every single day, every day, because God, give, God, give, God gives us all 24 hours in a day, 
What do you do with that time? Are you seeking God? Are you looking to better yourself? Are you looking to grow closer to God? Are you looking to be in His will? Be about His will? Be more like Him? Be more God-minded? Because like I said, we got people out here looking at us and how are we to pull in people if we're acting just like them? And, and, and one thing I want to say is that, yeah, we strive to be like him every day. Um, no, we're not perfect people, but we strive for perfection. And what I love about God is, you know, his grace. And it teaches us that, you know, even if we error, uh, or if we don't get it right, or if we don't dot every I, or if we don't cross every T, um, like we're supposed to, there's grace, and there's room for growth. And, it, and, and I can remember that, you know, some people would get saved, and they would think that there was no, no messing up, there was no room for error. And then they'll get that mindset, well, you know, um, well, if, if you can't do this, or if you can't do that, or whatever, then it's like, okay, what what fun is this life? What fun is this walk in Christ? And so, um, not saying that we go out and we sin. No, because the Word tells us, shall we continue sin, because grace abounds? No. But uh, what we do is, is that people have to see, people have to see the Christ-like in us, yes. But they also have to see that if someone messes up, there's grace. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, here's where I see what you just said. I see it as um, babes, those just starting out. Right. That's one thing. Yeah, babes. Yeah. Again, remember what I just said. I'm talking about Christians. Mm -hmm. and let me emphasize this even more. Christians who've been in the Word. Seasons. Seasoned, that's better, yeah. Se a seasoned Christian <laughs> still doing stuff that they should not be doing. Right. That's what I'm emphasizing. Mm -hmm. Stuff that they should not be doing. And again, it's about bringing in others. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about the babes. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about bringing in others because the, the babes, they're, the ones, they're, they're, they're trying to learn and grow. Mm -hmm. But if they got others around them, doing the same thing, or like you got somebody been saved 15 years and they still doing stuff that they were doing when they were a babe in Christ, then how is that person that's a babe now going to learn? Mm -hmm. So true. we need to get our, and again, yeah, we're not perfect, mm -hmm. but we should strive to be Christ-like Christ every single day. Amen. We should have that emphasis, that mindset constantly checking ourselves mm -hmm. because the world, yeah, they look at us, but they also look at us to quickly tear us down mm -hmm. and yeah. try to get us in check. Yeah. You know, the word says, <clears throat> now aside from when I read or Romans 12, 2, talking about renewing your mind, Ephesians Chapter 4, verses 22 to, through 24 says, 
to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life, and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness, to put off your old self. Uh, Colossians 3.10 Colossians 3.10 says, and, I have, and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. I'll give you another one here. Philippians 4.8 Philippians 4.8 Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Again, keeping your, your mind focused on, on the Lord. Because this world comes at us with negativity on a daily basis. You'd be bombarded by it. You go out to work, what do you, you're surrounded by negativity. You're surrounded by people who want, who talk negative, they want to bring you down all the time. You, 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 you may be surrounded by people who don't believe in God. You may be surrounded by people who curse all the time. You may be surrounded by people, if you're a female, who want to come on to you and, and try to talk you into stuff you, you should not be doing, and vice versa for a man. Uh -huh. You're surrounded by this junk that comes at you on a, on a constant basis. You're bombarded by it. Mm -hmm. So that's why we need to, to continue to filter in the goodness of what is Christ. And, and continue to filter out the junk and the muck that we consume every single day. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's a constant rotating situation. Um, Colossians chapter 3, verses. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ and God. We're talking about being saved. Second Corinthians chapter four, verses sixteen through eighteen. So we do not lose heart through our outer self and wasting away. Our inner self is being renewed day by day, for this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. So, <clears throat> it's all about having the mind of Christ. Yeah. Philippians 2 and 5. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. 1 Corinthians 2 and 16, For who hath known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ? Again, and I can't emphasize this enough, <clears throat> when we get up, when we wake up in the morning, we should give honor. 
given the first fruits. We should, we should bathe ourselves in what is Christ. We, we should get drunk in the Lord. See, we can overindulge in eating, we can overindulge in drinking, but we can never overindulge in Christ. Never. We, can, we can't get enough. We cannot get enough. And like I said, I want to keep emphasizing this over and over because why? Because we as humans, we tend to forget. As soon as something else comes along, we're going to forget. I mean, it's been, it's been talked about in the Bible. <laughs> There's examples of that in the Bible. I can put it this way. We've been talking about a lot of you. Now, I just mentioned about us pulling in as much as we can. But we're out here and all of a sudden, what, $5 million? Our human nature will kick in. Oh, what I'm going to buy? <laughs> well, I'm going to get this, I'm going to get that. And we'll start to push Christ, push Christ to the side because we're getting so excited about what we can do instead of what we can receive from God. And it's, it, it can happen to the best of us. We can be so Christian, but that's why I say we have to be, remain focused as much as we can. We have to. Because the devil is always looking to shift that focus elsewhere. He always wants, he, if he can um, give you something that you've been desiring, oh, he's going to give it to you if he know that you're going to take your attention off God. He would try to set you up to get something that you've been desiring, but God, see, God been probably holding it off because He know how you are, and He He wants you to get these things that you desire, but it has to be in His will, and it has to be a situation where you won't get stupid about it and forget about Him. But the devil, He gonna give you, He'll try to give you what you want, okay, to get you. Uh, your attention averted away from God. And, and, and then the thing about when he tries to get you what you want, mm -hmm. but then there's consequences. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, I thought that. <laughs> I thought somebody was hungry. <laughs> I know my stomach was doing like that. <laughs> <laughs> spending time with the Lord, relying on the Spirit and renewing your mind with God, with God's Word. See, His great goal is to conform you into the image of Christ. God is constantly working to mature us in Christ and renewing our minds. So take a moment to think about the precious work of the living God in your life. The thing is, we're no longer slaves to sin. Romans 6, chapter 6, verses 1 through 6 says, What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound by no means? 
How can we, who died to sin, still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing, so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. Now I'm stuck here because it's a little past 7.30 and i got to been allotted an hour. So the next time we get together, I'm going to go into the topic of emotions, finances, health, the spirit, spirituality, crisis, fear, again, worry, friends, dating, and marriage when it comes to um, when it comes to a change, a renewing of your mind, so to speak. So that's all I have. Enough said. Great, great, great. Thank you so much for joining us. It was such a pleasure. <laughs> it's a pleasure meeting you. And